Welcome back to the Public Health Report. My name is Laura Schechter, and I will be sharing some compelling stories pertaining to public health. Today, we will be talking about climate-related disasters, green space and oxidative stress levels, visualizing one's own health, and the Purdue opioid settlement. Hope you learn a few new things today. Just sit back and enjoy this week's episode. first topic was published in JAMA recently and was produced by several research institutes, including Columbia, Colorado State, Imperial College of London, and Harvard. The researchers were curious to see in the past few decades were severe storms associated with increases in counting level cause-specific death rates. They collected about 34 million U.S. death records from 1988 to 2018 and used statistical modeling to compare how death rates changed after these storms compared to other years. They saw that counties that experienced at least one tropical cyclone experienced modestly higher death rates in the months following the cyclone for several causes of death and the rates only get higher with each additional storm. Our next story comes from a study performed by the Barcelona Institute for Global Health. They were interested in the relationship between exposure to different green spaces and oxidative stress levels in children. Examples of these green spaces are urban vegetated areas, such as parks, paths with several types of plants, and gardens, just to name a few. These green spaces change depending on your environment. Also, to make things a little more clear, oxidative stress is an imbalance of free radicals and antioxidants in the body, which can lead to cell and tissue damage. Oxidative stress occurs naturally and plays a role in the aging process. The study concluded that greater exposure to multi-site green spaces or a variety of vegetation is associated with lower levels of oxidative stress. There's more research needed to be done, especially following individuals when benefits lower oxidative stress has over a long period of time. But in the short term, everyone should go outside and go for a walk in a green area and get that good vitamin D. Next topic, researchers were curious to see what the current and past research has said surrounding using medical imaging technologies that can visualize health may discourage risk-related behaviors more than non-visual information. This is what is called a systematic review. It is collecting other evidence and other case research studies to answer a clearly formulated question, and researchers extract and analyze data from previous studies that are included in the review. In this case, the researchers at Cambridge looked at whatever personalized risk information could motivate risk-reducing health behaviors. They found that when people have an imaging procedure and are shown their own personalized information about their own risk of disease, 
they may be more likely to reduce risky behaviors. Our last topic is a long-awaited news story. Purdue Pharma has finally settled to pay between five and a half to six billion dollars to a trust that will be used to pay the claims of victims of addiction and others who have argued that Purdue played a significant role in the current opioid epidemic. Purdue and judges have been back and forth for many reasons to make this settlement happen. Even one judge from New York City called the settlement an extraordinary improvement on previous offers. There are still pieces to this settlement that are not finalized, but hopefully it will be approved soon. Well, that's all I have for today. Catch you all next week for a whole new roundup of stories. Please comment, like, and subscribe if you like today's show. I'm Laura Schechter, and this was the Public Health Report.